0: years ago two awkwardly shaped boys became best friends that friendship grew over time then the two awkwardly shaped boys became men and got their own radio show (laughs) what you're listening to right now is two best friends it's mikey
1: and bob We've never seen each other naked, not that we don't want to, it it just hasn't happened yet. Welcome
2: to the hey. one KISS
1: Morning Freak Show. Oh boy, wow, oh, oh, well, oh, well, oh. well, well, we could have a uh, historic day here on the show, right Bob? Uh, yeah. Uh, this could be a sad day on the show. True. Right? True. Yeah. This could be the end of uh, something great on the show. But then again, I also, I think I welcome it. You know, sometimes when you have something so good, you just know it eventually has to come to an end, and I think we may be there today. Uh, welcome to the show, friends. Uh, if you've been following along with the show over the past couple months, you know that we have uh, we've had a streak going on on the show—a naked streak. We just got to the point where we felt like every day we were bringing up a story that happened somewhere on the on the show, we would bring it up, where somebody got naked. Whether they were drunk, whether they were high, whether they were just uh, overheating, it seemed like every day on the show there would be a different naked story. Uh, now... How many live shows in a row were we at? Was it 39? 39, yeah. 39 live shows we did with a naked story. Today, it looks like our inaugural Mikey and Bob naked streak has come to an end. I mean, 39 is a good run, though. Yeah. Yeah, Having 39 straight shows with a naked story, that is a hell of a run. I didn't expect it to go 39 no when we initially started this uh and made a big deal about the naked stories we said you know maybe it would go on for four or five shows and then we'd have a couple days off and then we start another streak maybe you know three here a day off seven here day off we did not expect out of the gate to come out with 39 straight shows with the naked story now i will say this Somebody could have gotten naked somewhere and done something overnight that hasn't quite made the morning news yet. Not saying specifically in Pittsburgh, but I'm saying somebody somewhere overnight may have done something naked. It just hasn't gotten, you know, into the news cycle yet. And that could happen over the course of the show. So it could happen any time. I'm not officially uh, ready to put the 39 shows with a naked person streak to bed yet. That'll happen at the end of our show where we know it's just uh, it's a lost cause and nobody got naked. But, Bob, I don't want you to seek out a naked story. It has to come to us naturally, okay? Yeah, I'm not looking. <laughs> I'm not looking. I'm just doing what I normally do. Do we? Uh, what do we do with that? Do we have a tribute today? Do we have a naked tribute to some of the stories? Like, Do you remember what the first story was that started the naked streak when we decided... I mean, you're going to, are you going through your emails there? Yeah, I'm looking. All right, go back through your emails. You don't have to do it like right now, but you know, just see what the first naked story was. I mean, should we recap some of the naked stories? I feel like we have to do it justice if the naked story streak is going to end. Like what was the best naked story over the 39 show streak? It's got to be the naked jogger, right? The local guy? I think so. Who back-to-back days was jogging naked around uh, Pittsburgh and downtown and the south side? I mean, that's got to be the top naked story from this streak, right? I would think so. And then we had a guy standing naked in the uh, strip district. So, you know, three of those uh, naked streak shows were uh, were local. Kind of sad. I didn't think it would hit me this bad, but... I'm ready to start a new streak, though you know. So I'm ready for the naked streak to end. But yeah, Bob, try to find out our first naked story, and I don't. Maybe we'll recap some of the uh, some of the naked stories that happened during the 39 show streak, which apparently right now seems to have come to an end. 39 shows with a naked person. It may end today. Damn, I. Now we're talking about naked people. We have been covering stories for 39 straight shows of somebody getting naked somewhere. We have started this naked streak on our show. Bob is doing naked research right now to find out when the first time we really started the naked streak 39 shows ago, because I have no clue, so we'll get to that. But let me get to what we don't want to do here, okay? Because I feel like we need to throw some rules out here. Brady tweets us a link to an NBC News story. Naked man falls through ceiling of women's bathroom in an airport. Okay, well, uh, there we go. That could be the naked story. But, yeah, right. But then I, I click on the link, and it's a story from November 2014. Happened at uh, Boston's Logan Airport back in 2014. Oh, no. So, no, here's what we don't want to happen. We don't want you to start digging for naked stories just to keep the streak alive that's not how this works we know how to search on google for naked people getting arrested <laughs> well it's got to be something that happened like recently like yesterday or this morning right, or something right. like, like it has to be something that's in the news right now we I'll can't st- do a, a <laughs> four-year-old naked story and be like yeah straight keeps going yeah 2014 stories don't count and here's another thing we don't want okay John Tweeds is here. I might have to get naked in Pittsburgh to keep the naked streak alive. Uh, we don't want that. We cannot encourage our listeners to get naked and run around the city to the point where it makes the news. Because when we had the situation a few weeks ago of the naked jogger in Pittsburgh, the guy who, I believe it was the same guy who on back-to-back days was jogging downtown Jogged up to Mount Washington somehow Completely naked And then the next day Was uh, on the south side, right? Yeah, Jogging yeah, naked yeah. A lot of people thought Maybe this uh, this gentleman listens to the show And wanted to keep the naked streak alive So uh, we did consider that for a while Just go, eh, Maybe he's just, uh, you know Maybe he listens to the show Really enjoys the show And wanted to get naked for us Don't do that we cannot encourage you to break uh, break through yourself and keep this naked streak going. So a uh, couple things here, a couple rules. No old naked stories. We don't want them. And don't get naked yourself for the good of the show. Live by those rules. <laughs> Other than that, I, th- I think we're good. No old naked stories and don't get naked yourself and we'll see if the uh, naked streak continues. I'm I'm good with it ending at 39 shows. Uh Bob is going to do some naked research though and find out when the naked streak uh started. On our show, Uh, Selena tweets us here. Your first naked story was May 29th. It was my first day of work after college, and I've been listening daily ever since for a naked story. All right? Search around May 29th, Bob. A solid month of naked stories. I feel like it was before that. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I'm looking. We'll try to figure out what the first naked story was that started the streak and maybe play the best of the naked stories that happened during the streak. But as of right now, it does appear that 39 shows, the naked streak has, uh, has come to an end. We, uh, got a tweet here from Brett. The naked story streak on your show is like the undertakers wrestling streak at WrestleMania coming to an end. Nobody wants it to end. Uh, I agree. I feel like it is undertaker at WrestleMania territory where it is shocking. If the streak ends, everybody will be stunned. Nobody will expect it. Currently, we've done 39 live shows in a row where we've covered a naked story, Uh, and we have until 10 a.m. for somebody to uh, get naked and for it to be making the news, which I got to be honest, it won't surprise me if we do get a naked story. No, it won't surprise me at all. All right. Now. Uh, Almost every day on the show, we cover a weird story from Florida. It's just an incredible state. There always seems to be something weird happening in the state of Florida. It is time for another Florida story. Here we go. (laughs)
2: Attention (laughs) all (laughs) listeners (laughs) of the freak show. It's time to travel to the Sunshine State. Yes. Yes. It happened again. It's It's another Florida story.
1: Driven by Pittsburgh Auto Depot. Yeah, down to Florida we go where somebody got hit with urine. There's kind of a lot going on in this story here. The
0: woman who was hit by that urine was actually an employee in training here at Pelican Larry's.
1: Okay, a place called Pelican Larry's where somebody was... Hit with urine
0: on only her third day on the job.
1: How bad does that suck? Your third day working at Pelican Larry's and you get hit with urine.
0: Needless to say, the disgusting surprise left her traumatized. And the manager we spoke to says he still can't believe it happened. All right, (laughs) that never has happened before, and I'm still taken back by it. It's an act so disgusting and so out of the blue, many here in South Naples are having a hard time believing it actually happened.
1: If you're a resident down in Florida, anywhere, South Naples, anywhere, hard time believing anything surprising. You? Deputies
0: say this man, yeah. 38-year-old Jose Moya Benitez, mm. was sitting at the bar oh, no. at Pelican Larry's on Davis Boulevard. Oh, no. When out of nowhere, he began to urinate oh, no. right in the middle of the crowd.
1: Hey, what? Come on, Jose. <laughs> what My Come bartenders on, came man. in
0: and said that uh, somebody had oh, no. urinated at the bar, and I went in to, oh. to investigate, and I see that it was Jose. somebody sitting at the bar and just yeah. decided to... Yeah. Uh, Urine.
1: Yeah, that's it. Just uh, sitting at the bar, maybe having a couple drinks, and just decided, Jose decided it was, the sprinkler on. it was bathroom time.
0: Some of that urine hit a female employee in training, Yeah, working only her third day on the job. I
1: mean, that poor woman. You're just hoping to get a couple tips. You're probably excited about your new job. Yeah, working at Pelican Larry's, and uh, third day, you get splashed with uh, Jose urine. Any idea
0: why he would just start peeing? Uh, he was a little intoxicated. Um I mean,
1: okay. Florida, you, you got to drink a lot to just use the bar as a bathroom. Just say, I, I'm not I'm not even walking to a toilet. I'm going right here. He was
0: with about four or five other people. Yeah. They had a couple shots, but I did not know what possessed him to do that.
1: Yeah, a couple shots is not going to make you urinate all over a bar and an employee at Pelican Larry's. It's, there's a lot more going on there. His like, friends were just like, Jose, man, what are you doing? I mean, maybe his friends encouraged it. Maybe there was a bet involved. Because I don't think after a couple of shots, you're just urinating on the bar. I don't think that's happening. It's Florida, though. Anything's possible. Tonight, Moya Benitez is behind bars, yeah. facing three charges stemming from the incident
0: and a ban from the establishment where it all happened.
1: Wow, all fun and games when you're uh, making the wacky water weasel go, isn't it, Jose? But then you find out you have a lifetime ban. <laughs> from pelican larry's (laughs) damn it jose that's an establishment you don't want a lifetime ban from right a place called pelican larry's you that just sounds like a party doesn't it you can't be banned from there Uh, jose uh, turning that florida sprinkler on yep does not make it to the bathroom urinates all over the bar hits an employee who is training her third day there at pelican larry's it is florida making the show once again Follow and tweet the 96.1 Kiss Morning Freak Show. Kelsey tweets us here. What did I just say there? Kelsey tweets us here? Kelsey tweets us here. I, uh, oh, God, man. <laughs> Do I even need to
2: read these tweets
1: anymore? At
0: FS Mikey and at FS Big Bob. <laughs>
1: Mike tweets us here, I swear I'll eat a pair of socks if the Phillies get Andrew McCutcheon. It would be a sad day in Pittsburgh. It wouldn't be a sad day in Pittsburgh. I could care less to who gets Andrew McCutcheon at this point. Eat why why do I even care? socks.
2: <laughs> I mean,
1: as long as he's not a pirate, I don't even care who he plays for. I don't want to go to the Phillies, because I don't think the Phillies are winning the World Series this year. I'd rather go to uh, you know somebody like, uh, I don't even know. I don't follow baseball close enough to rattle off three World Series. I'll just contenders. send them to the, send them the damn Yankees. Yeah, send them to the Yankees. Yankees are good every year, right? I don't care who Andrew McCutcheon plays for anymore. Definitely wouldn't eat socks. Uh McDonald's is celebrating uh the fiftieth anniversary of the Big Mac. Which of course was invented in the uh, the area. You know, you got the big uh, Big Mac Museum with the big Big Mac out mm-hmm. in uh, what is that, Irwin? Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, they are coming out with a Mac coin. Uh, it'll come in five different designs for each decade the Big Mac has been around. This starts on August second. McDonald's will be giving out a Mac coin with every Big Mac uh, purchase. The coin is collectible but also redeemable for a Big Mac between now and the end of 2018 Whoa. anywhere in the world. So it's basically like a buy one, get one uh, Big Mac deal. But McDonald's money. That's fun. Did you read the McDonald's Monopoly uh, Sorry, I-, I didn't read all the way through it, no. Uh, this was a thing on the internet over the weekend. Um, I can't even remember where. I think it was a, an article on Daily Beast. It's a full article about how, you know the uh, McDonald's Monopoly game where you collect the pieces on, like, fries and drinks and everything like that, you try to collect pieces and win prizes? Yeah, it's been yeah. around since 1987. That, that blew my mind right there. But there's a full story about how an ex-cop named Jerome Jacobson, who is also known as Uncle Jerry, was involved in this big McDonald's Monopoly scheme uh, while he was working as director of security for Simon Marketing, the company that made the game pieces, he began selling and stealing the game pieces to relatives or distant acquaintances in exchange for a cut of the winnings. I I sat um, at my house Sunday and got sucked into this article and read the whole damn thing. And usually if I see something that takes more than 30 seconds to read on the internet, I'm out. It was mind blowing. Wait, so how this dude rigged the McDonald's Monopoly game for over a decade? If you collected like two, he would he would sell you the third. No, 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 no. It wasn't even like that. Here, here's how it went. He was basically in control of the big pieces. So if there was a piece that would get you a million dollars, so like if Boardwalk or right, Park right, Place right. was the million dollar thing. He would have it. They would give it to him in a special, like sealed envelope and everything. And basically he would rig it to where he would sell the person. Like they would never actually hit a McDonald's store. It wasn't that complicated, like you have to go buy fries from this McDonald's right, at this time. Right. He would just give the person like the the boardwalk piece or whatever it was and say all right you're going to get a million dollars for this after taxes what are we looking at you know 650,000 750,000 right, right. give me 20,000 of that and we're we're good here so he did it with some close kind of relatives at first with smaller prizes and then just it just got out of control to where you know people in, like the the mafia were involved in it it's it's one of the craziest like stories that you've never really heard of <laughs> And I think one of the reasons why this story never really made it super huge is because I want to say this guy's trial and when the story really came out was the day before 9-11. So
2: and it so, just went uh, away. Yeah,
1: the news cycle, anything before 9-11 happened, just it completely the news cycle just ate it and it went away. Uh, I don't. Just Google it if you want to. It's completely uh, it's completely crazy. Uh, Justin just tweets here. This is an awesome point. Net- Netflix needs to make a documentary of this guy as soon as possible. I couldn't agree more. Like, go find the people who won off the McDonald's monopoly game. Yep, because it was a good enough read. If they make it, just like one of those. Uh, Netflix documentaries, I'm all in on that. I'll be watching that. All right, time right now to get to uh, Today in Freak Show History, as always brought to us by Moe's Southwest Grill. Welcome to Moe's. Here we go.
2: Today in Freak Show History. Today in Freak Show History.
1: Uh, We do have a naked story for Today in Freak Show History, Bob. But technically that doesn't count with our naked streak because this this actually happened last year uh, where there was a naked guy. Chasing seagulls. This is definitely one for the books here. Police arrested a man for chasing seagulls naked. That's a that's a solid start to that report here. Arrested a man for chasing seagulls naked. Yeah. A 22 year old was taken into custody yesterday at the Petoskey State Park. Witnesses called 911 when they saw him running around the beach with no clothes. Uh, <laughs> how great would it be to see a naked guy chasing seagulls on the beach? What a gift that is. They also told officers he ran and dived into the parking lot as oh. if it were a pool. Not the pool, my man. I'm Not telling you pool. guys, you can't do the hard drugs, man. <laughs> this guy was naked chasing seagulls. Next up, the pool. then he got himself all sweaty. <laughs> so to cool down, I'm going to take a dip in the pool. He dives in. Splash. It's a parking lot. <laughs> it's a parking lot. <laughs> Still naked. Still naked,
2: too. Police say the man appears to have taken LSD. There it is. Yep, there Yeah
1: man is charged with disorderly conduct, resisting police, and indecent exposure. Naked chasing seagulls and then diving into a parking lot because you think it's a pool. Man, stay off the hard drugs like that guy for the rest of his life. That's it. No matter what he does, he's a naked dude. seagull guy. He's that dude. He is parking lot swimming pool, naked seagull guy for the rest of his life. We always tell you guys this, that's why you can't never have an episode like this where you do the hard drugs and do something stupid. <laughs> that guy could cure cancer he's still naked seagull guy if you're just joining the show it appears that our naked story streak may have come to an end at 39 shows uh you know we are uh a quarter of the way through the show today and we still do not have a naked story to bring you so it looks as if our naked story streak is in jeopardy at 39 straight shows we've done with a, uh, a a naked story, even though we just did a story about a guy that was naked chasing seagulls for today in freak show history, that doesn't count. No, that's no. today in freak show history. That's a separate part of the. Uh this show we're it's doing. It's got to be a fresh story. Uh, our iHeartRadio Music Festival is coming back end of September out at T-Mobile Arena in Vegas. Two nights. It's an incredible weekend of music. Justin Timberlake, Childish Gambino, Sean Mendez, Kelly Clarkson, Imagine Dragons, Carrie Underwood, Logic, Luke Bryan, Panic at the Disco, Ray Shremard, Fleetwood, Mac, and more. Tickets are on sale now. At 961kiss.com. I think it's... Uh... Next week or in two weeks, we start giving away like crazy amounts of trips every day out there. So uh, just keep listening and go to 961kiss.com. Your chance to go to our iHeartRadio Music Festival out in uh, Vegas. Miranda tweeted us here a a link to a news story. Uh, It says a mother is warning others about eating hot and spicy snacks after her daughter had to have her gallbladder removed. Uh, Miranda tweets us, this is a PSA, public uh, public service announcement, and a reason to play the gallbladder song. Yeah, this story was out of uh, Memphis, Tennessee. Wildly
0: popular hot snacks getting snatched off shelves. You can find the hot chips at really any convenience store, usually right at the front. But this mother has a warning. When my daughter had this surgery, I knew I had to tell everybody about it. Of course,
1: getting Uh the gallbladder removed. Greg Uh Head
0: says the doctor told her hot chips, like hot Cheetos, (laughs) Takis, and hot fries, were behind her 17-year-old daughter's stomach problems.
1: Yeah, having stomach problems because you're eating too many hot Cheetos. She
2: loved them every time I go out. Bring me back some hot chips and me, stupid because I want to make her happy. I Uh brought them back and she was eating big bags, taking them to school with her. Her
1: daughter started feeling sick
0: to her stomach that soon led to surgery and her gallbladder removed yeah i was very surprised that my daughter was sick like that
1: so uh miranda who tweeted us here the story about uh you know the woman and her daughter down in memphis tennessee flaming had, hot cheetos basically fl- too many flaming hot cheetos whatever disrupted her body to the point where she had to have her gallbladder removed much like miranda tweeted us this is just an excuse for us to play the gallbladder rap <laughs> which i made for bob now bob still has his gallbladder but a few years ago on the show, uh, Bob was was sick, I had some bad, stomach problems. Like gallstones. Yeah, and we thought you were going to have to have your gallbladder removed, so uh, I did this for Bob here.
2: You yeah, guys ready here? Oh. Three words gallbladder, baby. I heard yours is going kind of crazy. Uh diarrhea, dude. You gotta change the way that you're eating your food. Uh. If they take it out, don't be stressing. Your gallbladder <laughs> is going to heaven. Yeah. Look up in the sky. Uh. Who do I see? Mm. Tupac. <laughs> Staring back at me. Tupac wants your gallbladder. Uh. Tupac wants your gallbladder. Uh-huh. Tupac wants your gallbladder. <laughs> Tupac wants a gallbladder. Mm, looks like he's got a partner. Now it's Tupac and B. Arthur. The Golden Girls get down. B. Arthur in a nightgown. She's got a secret message. Bob's gallbladder come to heaven. Yeah. B. Arthur wants her gallbladder. Uh. B. Arthur wants her gallbladder. B. Arthur wants a gallbladder. B. Arthur wants a gallbladder. You uh. went to the doctor. They said it's time for some action. Throw your gallbladder in the sky. Catch it, Michael Jackson. I know you're scared, Bob. Don't be stressing. All good gallbladders go to heaven. I know you're scared, Bob. Don't be stressing. All good gallbladders go to heaven. Oh, diarrhea, dude. You gotta change the way that you're eating your food. Oh, diarrhea, dude. You gotcha. gotta change the your way yeah. but you're eating your food. <laughs> you went to the doctor. He said, tough as some action." <laughs> Throw your gallbladder's in the sky. Catch Michael Jackson. 96.1.
1: Now we have mentioned how we have done 39 shows in a row, uh, where we have covered a story about somebody doing something weird, getting drunk, getting high, getting naked, and it looks like our streak has come to an end today. Uh, and this is what we don't want. Shane tweets is here: might stop traffic to get naked and run around so we can stay uh, save the naked story streak. No, we don't need. We uh-uh. don't need this. No, no. Matthew tweets here: give me 15 minutes. I'm going to keep the streak alive. Nick tweets: it would be a real shame if someone got naked and ran through traffic in Pittsburgh this morning to keep the streak alive. Lip tweets here: might have to take one for the team and create my own naked story. No, nobody get naked on behalf of our show. Don't do it. I mean, I enjoy the enthusiasm, but it's, yeah, don't do that. Abby tweets here. I need you guys to read my tweet on the air. Listen up, Pittsburgh. The naked streak is in danger. Someone's got to take one for the team. Now, don't get naked. Do not listen to Abby there. Don't get naked on behalf of the show. It's fine. We can start another streak. It'll be like a brand new streak tomorrow. We'll start back at zero. It'll be like a brand new thing. And we'll see if we can beat 39. 39. A lot of people sent us this next story. Somebody stole a shark down in uh, Texas here. It is not every day we tell you about a
0: stolen shark. This one, only two feet long, not a predator, but still a shark.
1: Taken from the San Antonio Aquarium on Saturday. Okay, did somebody, because this coincides with the Discovery Channel running their week-long shark week. Did somebody get so amped up and so excited about sharks that they're just like, "Oh God, like we gotta get a shark." They watched Enough Shark Week where they think they're experts, kind of like when I watch too much HGTV <laughs> and decide I can remodel something in <laughs> yeah. my house. Yeah Yes, that's what they thought. So they're just like, all right, well, where do we get a shark? We can go out in the ocean and go. Nah, take too long. We don't have a boat. And then, when they start thinking about that, I'd be like, why don't we just go to the uh, go to the aquarium? Two footer, steal, steal a shark. Right? Now this is called a horn shark. Okay, listen. Now I watched enough Discovery Channel Shark Week. To know that a horn shark is not dangerous. Like, you, if there's two sharks, you definitely don't want to steal. Yeah, it is a bull shark. Right. Oh no, and a tiger shark. No, very, thank you. Very mean bull sharks and tiger sharks. No, thank What's you. A horn shark. Horn shark though is whatever. Listen, I watch enough Shark Week. Horn sharks ain't bad. It's the damn bull sharks and the tiger sharks you got to watch out for. How do you
2: steal? Do you put it down your pants? Hey, well,
1: hold on. Hold on, because that's where the story gets interesting. Because somebody just stealing a shark is no big deal. I don't even know if that makes our show. Because of the horn-like shapes behind its eyes. I've seen a lot of uh, dogs and cats stolen, um, but never a shark. They took the shark and put it into a a wet blanket and threw it in a stroller and left with it. Okay, they pretty much turned the shark into shark baby (laughs) and put a blanket around it. And walked out of this aquarium place with a baby shark. Swaddle the shark. They, they did. Put him in the. That's amazing. That's <laughs> they, amazing. They put a damn shark. Now, uh, granted, it was a smaller shark. This isn't like a five to ten foot shark or anything. It's a two foot bull uh, horn shark, right? Yeah. They put it a damn baby stroller wrapped in a blanket and just walked out like it was. It was their damn child! They
0: went to the open-air exhibit that allows people to reach into yeah, the water to okay. try to touch some of the fish.
1: Yeah, you know you know those things, oh, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. So you pet a shark, right, the shark's right. not dead. But to
0: actually grab one out of the water by its tail yeah. and get out before shocked employees could
1: stop them? Yeah. This is uh, definitely somebody who knows what they're doing, what they had, and then when they're specifically for that shark. Alright, so they don't think it was just a spur-of-the-moment thing where they're like, honey, my God, you know, we watch so much Shark Week, we gotta, we gotta pet these sharks and then they get there like honey you know what we can we can go ahead Take and get one with can, us we can get this shark right now so they uh wrap it up in a blanket like a baby and they wheel it out stroll it right on out in a baby stroller uh from this place down in texas stealing a two-foot horn shark that is just like you said when you watch too much damn Shark Week, like you watch too much HGTV and think like, "Oh, we got to redo that. We got yeah, 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 we got to remodel the living room. We got to we got to paint, we got to move the furniture around." These people were just like, "Well, we need a damn shark." <laughs> now watch now watch though. Watch though. This was all a marketing ploy to promote next year's Shark Week cuz uh, they're going to kick off Sunday night next year on Shark Week with
2: BABY SHARK! HALF SHARK! HALF HUMAN BABY! IT DRINKS MILK! FROM MOMMY'S NIPPLES! IT SLEEPS IN A CRIB! IT LOVES WATCHING SESAME STREET! (laughs) IT'LL PUKE WHEN YOU BURP IT! HALF CHILD! HALF SHARK! baby
1: show uh, now we need to uh, get to this next story here uh, a lot of people sent us this story about the uh, the person with the stinky feet on the plane to where it had to make an emergency landing here
0: passengers on board a Spirit Airlines flight suffered the agony of defeat. Oh boy. Oh, a flight from New York to Fort Lauderdale had to make an emergency landing when passengers complained of foul foot odor.
1: How bad do your feet have to stink to oh. to have a a full plane make an emergency landing? I mean, you're just an animal if you unleash your feet on a plane. First to start Oh off yeah, with. to take your shoes off, they should actually throw you out of the plane. Like, you know what's the worst when somebody stops and gets, like, stinky-ass food? Oh, you you just see somebody bringing, like, an egg salad sandwich on the plane and be like, first of all, that's going to smell as soon as you open it. And then you might have to deal with egg salad farts just like, it's oh, just yeah. horrible you're Yum. just a horrible person would you just eat simple things on the plane keep your damn shoes on too. oh god
0: some passengers said they felt burning in their throats
1: okay listen what have you ever smelled something bad enough that it makes your throat burn like i feel like i maybe less than five times in my life i've smelled something bad enough to where my throat has burned Never somebody's feet. Never smell Ugh. somebody's feet bad enough to make Ugh. your throat burn? Ugh. I'm trying to think, like maybe being stuck in a or having to go in a hot porta-potty. Like you're at a summer concert or something. There's just porta-potties that have been out baking all day, and you walk into a hot summer porta-potty. That may be one instance where it smells so bad your throat burns. She's being trapped on the plane. Oh uh, no! That one time, me and you went on vacation oh. and forgot about the milk that was in our mini fridge, and it uh, our our fridge got got our office got so hot, and I think the power went out on the power, fridge.
2: Power went out, and yeah. the
1: milk exploded. So it was like week old Curt hot up. milk. Okay, that was Ugh. disgusting. That that yeah. But somebody's feet breathing in the foul smells and 10 of them had to be hospitalized. Okay, listen, you have some sort of powers. You are some sort of stinky ass Avenger. If you can hospitalize 10 people with your stinky ass feet, I don't even know if I'm mad at that. That's actually impressive. I mean, how didn't they know who it was or where it was coming from? Yeah, I feel like you have to shut the plane down at that point. Lock that person in the bathroom. Take the people to the hospital and start sniffing feet. Isn't that what we have air marshals for? Kim tweets us here. On my international flight once, someone brought their leftover Chinese food. How is this normal? I mean, just the worst. Oh, I got this, this sweet and sour chicken. Let me bring it with me. Nobody wants to smell that. That oh. person should be arrested as soon as they get off the flight and treated like a terrorist.
0: Hazmat crews were brought in but were unable Hazmat. to track down who the culprits were. No one, though, was hurt, so everybody okay.
1: Okay, just 10 people had to go to the hospital. They had to make an emergency landing. Nobody was hurt, though. And how didn't they find the person with the stinky feet? Sniff their feet! Ugh. Uh, This reminds me of the story earlier this year when somebody's farting. Uh, caused a plane to land.
0: On many flights, turbulence can be a real issue, but for this flight from Dubai to Amsterdam, believe it or not, it was flatulence that made for a bumpy <laughs> yeah. flight. The New York Post is reporting that a Transavia Airlines flight Remember had to this? make an emergency yeah. landing when a passenger apparently refused to stop passing gas. Yeah. The passenger sitting next to him asked him to, and when he allegedly didn't, an all-out fight broke out
1: on board. That's incredible. So, uh, that was farts that caused an emergency I mean, landing. What's, what's worse though stinky feet or farts Ooh, i don't know well there's not a winner there see that one was more than farts though because it was farts that led to a fight the other one was just straight up stinky ass feet all right listen if you had to smell one from a stranger it's not friendly fire if you had to smell one from a stranger would you rather take a sniff like you got to get down there and smell whether it's the socks or the feet itself you got to smell stinky foot or smell stinky fart. What are you going with? I'll take the fart. I think I'm taking the fart, too. I think I'm taking the fart, too. Mikey and Bob, 96.1 Kiss. It is the uh, Morning Freak Show. The tweet here from Laura. Is that what you're talking uh, about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Laura tweets as I just drove past an old man on a motorcycle on the parkway with a Labrador puppy riding in a basket on the back. The look on the dog's face was priceless for some reason I thought of you guys. All right puppy on a motorcycle you think of us okay dogs riding shotgun that doesn't seem safe right Uh, can you secure an animal on a motorcycle I don't think you can is that real is that happening right now out on the parkway somewhere yeah that one seems a little weird I don't know I'm sure uh, people let us know now that we've brought it uh, brought it to the show is there an old man on a motorcycle with a puppy right now somewhere (laughs) throwing it out there uh josh tweets is here i uh tuned in just in time to the show to hear would you rather smell a stranger's fart or stinky feet uh it is a, it is a question that uh would really get you thinking i think right and i would have to i would have to take a fart i mean if you had to choose yeah uh, th- we brought this up because uh, there was a flight that had to be landed. Ten people hospitalized. Everybody's okay, though, because somebody's feet stunk so bad on a flight, they couldn't even find out who it was. And then earlier uh, this year, there was a story where a uh, flight had to make an emergency landing because there was a fight over somebody who would not stop farting on a uh, a flight. Uh, Katie tweets here, all this talk on the show this morning has me gaggy. But a PSA to everyone. A lot of public service announcements from our listeners. PSA to everybody. If you're on a flight, remember the air quality sucks and your smells are ten times smellier. Keep the shoes on and the farts in. I agree with that. Like, you gotta be as as less stinky as possible going into a flight. You gotta make sure you're washed up, showered up. Don't eat anything that you know is going to make you fart. I got to even say this. Don't eat any foods that are going to make you go to the bathroom on that flight. Because that's another thing, too. Especially if you're sitting up towards the front of the plane or near a bathroom. Oh, God. Do you do like I do where you don't eat like something that could make you go to the bathroom? I'll almost fast before I know I have a flight. Especially if it's, like it's going to be hours. a longer flight yep. or if yep. there's connection. Yes, I will monitor to what I eat. Like, it's like I'm going to get my blood drawn. You know where they're like, all right, don't eat or drink anything for the next you know, 12 hours. That's how I'm like before a flight. I don't want to, like, I'll drink stuff cuz I have no problem like that but I if I'm in the airport about to take a flight I'll watch what I drink cuz I don't even want to go stand up and urinate on a flight no huh and listen I think that might be because of our sizes too because there is no like there's no way I'm fitting in an airplane uh, bathroom I got to be honest I no I think I peed last time I was on a flight and on. I, I fit standing up but like, to sit down and actually be comfortable, there's no damn way. Were, were you Were you sizing up the airplane toilet, like, as you're going to the bathroom, right? As yeah, you're going, number yeah. one, were you sizing up the toilet? Like, all right, if I have an emergency here yeah. and I have to sit on this uh-huh. toilet, were you saying, like, physically it might uh, not be possible? Uh, yeah. Wow, man. Like, first off, I'm pretty wide, but the door was, like, right there, too, where my knees would be just smashed against it as I'm trying to, like... yeah. I can't even imagine you. Okay, well, I got to be honest. Now that I'm thinking about it, I don't know if I've ever been to the bathroom on an airplane. That's how closely I monitor my uh food and drink intake when I'm flying. I hate, I hate public bathrooms as it is. But an airplane bathroom, I want to avoid that at all costs. I'd rather go into a stinky summer porta potty. Real quick and be done with it and be out then have to go to the bathroom on a plane now that i'm thinking about it I can't recall any time i've ever used an airplane bathroom. Is that possible? Have I lived over 30 years? Uh, like I fly I fly maybe a couple times a year I don't think i've ever used an airplane bathroom now that I think about it because i'm thinking about my height. I'm six foot nine. I'm lebron james I don't know if I fit in airplane bathrooms I mean, I know everybody poops too, but I'm a, I'm a horrible, I'll judge that person. Like if I see somebody go in the bathroom. You time them out and you're like, well, let's see how long they're in there for. We're over five minutes. That uh,
2: Yep. Oh, God. You're
1: like, oh, God, well, that animal just does not care about everybody on this flight, you know? Oh, geez, they're going in there. Yeah, time them out. Does everybody do that? I feel like everybody has plain behavior like us, where you judge the person that's in the bathroom too long. All right, listen, when I'm boarding a flight. You know, the, when, when you when you go under, you know, the plane to get in there, when the stewardess is right there, right by where the cockpit is and everything? Yeah. I have to dock probably a foot to even fit in a plane. Hey, is that the size of the bathroom? Because if it is, I don't even know if I fit in the airplane bathroom. Oh, God, they're going to make me go in a bucket if I ever have to go. Our show is a, uh, we, we often say it is a train. Uh, that has all the train cars fully intact when it leaves the station, when our show starts at 6 a.m. And over the course of the few hours we do a show, uh, we lose train cars, some train cars get robbed, some catch on fire, some are overtaken by wild animals. And then at 10 o'clock when our show ends, we are a flaming single train car that's bruised, battered, and broken, and we arrive in the uh, station at 10 a.m. Basically, our show has no direction uh, we are a disaster even if we try to plan out what we're gonna be covering on the show it never works out that way which is why we're talking about airplane bathrooms right now uh Jez just tweets us have you ever got cracked by the drink cart my husband, six foot eight got hit so bad in the knee once the whole plane woke up and Delta gave him thirty thousand miles to apologize <laughs> uh no I've never uh I've never been hit with the drink cart before but I I usually always try to plan out the most leg room on a flight. Like, I will take the exit rows. I will be in charge of the the blow up slide. I will be in charge of all that. Opening the exit door, put me in charge of everything. And if it means I get six inches more of leg room, because I need it, I just buy two seats. All right, well, you go the other direction. Every plane ride I take. Like, I'm long, you're wide. That's a nice plan though, you know. Yeah. It wouldn't be a bad idea for me just you, buy two seats. And you know it's funny though. Stretch like, out on Southwest, you know how the people walk on, pick their seats, whatever. Yeah, like I'll have my seat. I'll usually take the window and then like the seat next to me, they give you a little piece of paper and sit on the seat. Uh-huh. That says like taken whatever. Oh. So Do that, they really? I never yeah, knew yeah, that. yeah, yeah. So, there's, a, there's an open seat in the aisle. Uh huh. People still will pass. Yeah. Because they don't want to be stuck next to the fat guy. Yeah. Taking somebody to sit in that middle seat. Yeah. It's yeah. just like, oh, what if there's two fat people? Oh, no.
2: It's yeah. just like, you
1: have open seat in the middle, man. Right, Scroll yeah. out. Yeah. People will pass by all day. Nobody wants to sit next to the fat person. no. What are you no uh-uh. Man, if they only knew how cuddly and nice you were, though. Well, and you know, I gave them an open seat next to him. We oh can share that. Oh, my gosh. It's a shared room. Oh, See, I mean, we're learning how to treat one another on the show today, aren't we? Keep your damn shoes on on a flight you, with your stinky puppies. Don't be, don't be, try not to poop on a plane, you, you damn animal. Unless it's an emergency. No poop in your pants. And Listen, I mean, when you're passing a larger person on a flight who has had to buy two seats, don't automatically think like, oh gosh, well, pff, no way. Could you imagine how nice a flight would be sitting next to Bob? Look for that little piece of paper sitting in that seat. That's it? That's what you got to look for? Mm-hmm. Is it like a special color or anything? Or... It's just a white piece of paper. And it just says, what does it say on it? Taken? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There. Right. Yeah. Don't be scared to sit next to the fat guy. Yeah, we're learning a lot on the show today. Uh, Michelle tweets here. Took an all-day plane trip to Paris once. Had to sit in the back by the bathrooms. Somebody went to the bathroom before the plane even took off. He was publicly called out by multiple people. See, that's another thing I'm starting to really enjoy about society in 2018 is publicly calling people out on their BS. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like you, you see it a lot happening with, uh, with different athletes. Now they'll be called out on their racist or homophobic tweets from five or 10 years ago. It's like, yeah, let's let's keep doing stuff like that. Sure. Why not? You know? <laughs> you should publicly call out the person who dumps before a flight even takes out You shouldn't let that person just go back to their seats like nothing happened You should let everybody on the plane know like hey this guy right here this girl right here This person right here could have went to the bathroom in the airport, but instead decided to board the plane and dump what yeah.
2: sort of animal does that? I just gotta say.
1: Mikey and Bob, 96, one Kiss. It is the uh, Morning Freak Show. How crazy is the LeBron James school, man? LeBron James. Isn't that awesome? Yeah. Uh, yesterday in Akron, LeBron James opened a public elementary school uh, called like uh, the I Promise School. It was funded through his LeBron James Family Foundation. It's public school for 240 at-risk third and fourth graders who will get a special level of support and education. On top of the kids, it also provides jobs and family services for the children's parents to help them get their GEDs or handle unexpected job loss. Each student will also get a bicycle because bikes helped LeBron James get away from uh, the more dangerous parts of his community there in Akron when he was growing up. Uh, it's incredible. It's one of those stories where you just say, "Hey, maybe athletes shouldn't just stick to uh, sports. If they can improve their uh, their community, uh, you know, if they can speak out on social issues, if they can uh, try to help their fellow human, they should." But has an athlete ever done something like that? It's incredible, right? Like, <laughs> there's a LeBron James school. <laughs> That's nuts, right? Yeah. So good for uh, LeBron James. I don't think they're. Uh, I don't think there's many people who can criticize him for doing, uh, for doing that. It's uh, an incredible opportunity for a lot of those kids in uh, Akron. Uh, this next story out of Wisconsin, there is some karate involved here. New tonight, deputies
0: used a taser on a Sheboygan man. They say he acted erratically after crashing his car on I-43 in Milwaukee County. Oh. Investigators say 30-year-old Jordan Clock sideswiped a semi on I-43 near Daphne Road, bounced off the median wall, then got out of his car and walked into traffic barefoot doing karate moves.
2: Yeah, that's not
1: a good look right there, right? Not the place for karate, usually. <laughs> no, if you're trying to hide that you're high, driving a vehicle, you get into an accident, getting out of your car and doing karate moves. That's probably the red flag right there to the officers who show up to the scene that, yeah, this person, this wasn't no regular accident. They weren't on their phone or anything. This guy's on something else they have their uh, shoes off they have their socks off they're doing barefoot karate in the middle of the road they
0: say clock then charged a deputy ignoring orders to get on the ground yeah. that's when the deputy used a taser on him deputies say he ripped the probes out of his chest Man. and jumped the median wall but it took several officers to bring him down police arrested clock for his third owi
1: owi he got so he was uh just high, did yeah, driving high and gets into an accident, jumps out barefoot, starts doing karate. Uh, they approach him. Uh, the, you know, the officers feel like they're in danger. He starts going towards the officer. They tase the he guy. Takes it. That really doesn't even slow him down too much. They eventually get him to the ground, though. I feel like if you have somebody who's barefoot doing karate, they should probably, if you're called, if you're a police officer, you get called to the scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whether it's an accident, wh- uh, some reason. Police get called to the scene. If you show up and there is somebody doing barefoot karate, I feel like you have to tase him right off top before you even know what's going on, right? I'm usually against that, right? (laughs) You can't talk that over, though. (laughs) I'm usually against police using force, but I feel like if you show up to... If my dude's sort in the, of incident. he's out in the middle of a parkway doing barefoot karate, there's Tase. only only one way. Taser, taser, <laughs> this taser. is gonna end. Well, because not only do you feel like you might be in danger, because you know somebody's barefoot karate, they might be under some sort of influence. I I think I'd actually be scared of their karate skills. <laughs> if somebody is in a situation where cops have been called and they're doing barefoot karate, I almost think that I'm I'm in danger. My life and well being is in danger because this person is doing barefoot karate somewhere. And listen, if it was regular karate with shoes, I'm not even afraid of that person. But if they're doing barefoot karate. My man took the shoes off. I feel like they know what they're doing. Taser, taser, taser. Uh, it is time to go down to Florida for another Florida story. It always seems like weird things are happening down in Florida. Here
2: we go attention all listeners of the freak show it's time to travel to the sunshine state yes it happened again it's another florida story driven by pittsburgh auto depot now
1: uh we have talked about this on the show and it feels like it's already run its course the uh drake in my feelings challenge you know yeah Where people are uh, doing the special uh, shiggy dance to uh, the Drake song, In My Feelings. A lot of people getting out of their cars while their cars are still uh, moving and uh, doing it. Let's see how Florida's doing with the uh, Drake In My Feelings Challenge. This is actually making the news down there in Florida. Well,
0: some teenagers are taking Drake's In My Feelings Challenge too far. All right,
1: hold on. Now, let me just pull out the stupidity there. Is this just teens doing it? Did we check are just teens that no i've seen plenty of adults do that i mean it's just so stupid we blame everything on teens adults i i would say adults are stupider than teenagers I have come across in my lifetime more stupid ad- adults than I have stupid teenagers. Yeah, but it's such a good headline when it's just like, teen challenge. Yeah. Well, some
0: teenagers are taking Drake's In My Feelings Challenge too far. Sure. This Florida teen was hit by a car oh, while is. attempting the In My Feelings Challenge. The teen's idea to make his video more popular was to jump on the hood of a car. Oh yeah. my goodness. And continue to
1: dance. All right, so the, the plan was, and listen, I've Seen these videos before too? It's stupid, because you get out of your car, you dance to it, and people are now doing fake videos where they get "quote unquote" hit by a car to try to go viral. I mean, we live in the stupidest time in human history right now. It's also the most amazing time in human history. It is. It is. <laughs> but we also live in the stupidest time in human history, where people are throwing themselves on the top of hood of cars do try to go viral here
0: that's when the challenge went wrong yeah the teen slipped on an oil spot and was hit by the car <laughs> many think the challenge is becoming too dangerous not just to hey! the dancers but to other drivers as well
1: uh there aren't many uh there aren't many times on this show where i will uh i will openly laugh and mock somebody getting hit by a car haha this is one of them <laughs> I mean, if it was going to happen someplace, too, it would happen in Florida, which yeah. it did. Slipped on an oil spot, first of all. That's that's a lie right there. We know you're you're lying, lying. You just didn't time it right. No. So they tried to time it to where they would jump on the hood of a car to make yeah, it look yeah. like they got hit by a car. Like, if somebody was driving a car in the other direction, they would stop if you see a person in the road. No, they just ran them right over. So he threw himself onto the hood of the car, but didn't time it right. So he actually got hit, got hit by the car doing the Drake in my feelings challenge. Way to go. Teens. Way to go. Florida making the show. Once again, I want to give everybody an update here because this is how we started the show at 6am. We have been tracking naked people. We got to this point where we thought, It feels like every day there's a story about somebody drunk or high. They're getting arrested. They're doing something somewhere out there in the world. Yep. uh, And getting naked. So at one point in the show, we said, let's start keeping track of how many live shows we do in a row where there is a naked person. So coming into today's show, we did not have a story about a naked person. Now, real quick, before everybody starts Tweeting us and Facebook, facebooking us naked stories, it has to be something that currently happened, like within the last couple of days. That's in the news or made like a news website or something like that. You know, it can't be like a sad naked story. You know, no, uh, it can't be something where somebody like exposing themselves to children or something like that. We're not gonna laugh and have a good time with with that at all. You know what I'm saying? It can't be a story like that, and it can't be something that's like. Years old. Well, yeah, that's the other thing too, because when we started the show at six o'clock, I think somebody tweeted us a story from like two thousand fourteen, like, no, it's breaking the naked rules we have on our show. Like, of course we can find you know, on the internet years old story, but no, it has to be relevant. I'm sure we covered those naked stories when they happened in two thousand fourteen. So, Bob, have you tracked down the moment on the show where we kind of collectively decided that we were going to track naked stories here? This is from the May 23rd show? Yep. All right. This was the, uh, I think this was the end of our show, right? Mm-hmm. And I believe it was a story down in Texas that started the, the naked streak. This was the moment that the naked streak started on the show. There was a naked couple in Texas who I think lit their house on fire? Yeah, yeah. And then we said we should keep a running count of how many uh, stories we have, you know, from the news, people doing different things while naked. Uh, keep a running count, like uh, a naked story count on the show. We're off and running with one. Well, maybe there will be naked people on the show tomorrow. Like, there's enough naked people in this world. We'll see if the streak continues. There was. That's when technically uh, May 23rd, the naked streak started. I remember that story down in Texas. A couple just got completely naked and burned their house down. That's what started the uh, naked streak. And at 39 shows, it now does appear that the naked streak is coming to an end and by the way we aren't encouraging anybody in the next you know few minutes here to get completely naked and run around somewhere in pittsburgh because even if you wanted to do that it's not going to make our news cycle by the time the end of the show so don't get naked for us
2: i'm sorry
1: Mike and Bob, it is the 96.1 Kiss Morning Freak Show. High today, 80 degrees. Got some scattered showers and thunderstorms later this afternoon and uh, tonight. Us Weekly is reporting that Justin Bieber has said he is focusing on his upcoming wedding to uh, Haley Baldwin and not making new music. He is featured on the uh, DJ Khaled song No Brainer. Uh, but he uh, says that he wants to uh, not work on new music and concentrate more on uh, his marriage to Haley Baldwin. They want a private, intimate ceremony that will likely take place in Canada. Oh, God. You mean to tell me that she's taking me away from new Justin Bieber music? (laughs) Damn it, Haley Baldwin! Why? Why? Some people uh, would applaud that.
2: I think very you mature,
1: know? mature. Bieber. A reason for Justin Bieber to not make new music? All right, Haley Baldwin. <claps> Me though, being a believer as I am, though, I'm very upset that Justin's going to focus on his own happiness in his marriage instead of new music. Come on, Justin. All uh, right, Travis Scott announced that his uh, new album Astro World will be coming out this Friday. That'd be good. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Penguins announced their bobblehead nights and their promotional schedule for the upcoming season. They got good bobbleheads. Sidney Crosby bobblehead will be in November uh, versus Buffalo. And if Getty Malkin bobblehead is it Gino's birthday today? Is I just today saw... Gino's I birthday? I just saw the Penguins tweeted him happy birthday in Russian. Oh boy! How old's Getty Malkin? If Kenny Malkin bobblehead uh, will be in December versus Anaheim and a Chris LaTang bobblehead in January versus New Jersey. All three bobbleheads, the uh, Sid Gino and Chris Letang bobblehead nights, are on a Monday night. Eh, smart. Monday night, probably a slower night for the uh, Penguins. Throw bobblehead nights out there. You know, I, I never get why s- pro sports teams never go for the best bobbleheads, you know? Like they always try to find a player they haven't done bobblehead of, uh, you know, or something like that. Like if you're the Penguins, I want a Sidney Crosby bobblehead every single season. Just different poses, uh, different jerseys. Yeah. You know, you could do the uh hockey fights cancer like that purple warm-up they do. You could do the camo jersey or maybe like do. a relaxed one where Sid's shirtless. I don't know if the penguins would do that. I don't know if you think, and I could take it home and like oil up his chest. All right. uh, Gino's 32 today. All right. Yeah. Happy birthday. If Kenny Uh So you can see the full promotional schedule for the penguins, PittsburghPenguins.com. They got a Halloween night, a superhero night, an ugly holiday sweater night. And then they're doing the seventies, uh, eighties and nineties uh, nights. Again, the pirates made a trade. Whoa. This is happening. Uh, The Pirates, before the trade deadline, uh, make a trade with Texas. Uh, The Pirates get reliever Keone Kella from the Rangers for minor league pitcher Taylor Hearn, who was the number seven prospect in the Pirates organization. I haven't heard of either of those guys. Uh, No, neither have I. I don't really follow baseball that much outside of the Pirates and like a handful of other players that I know. Uh, Kella, though, is under team control The Pirates could control him through the Mm. 2021 season, so that's good. So this guy was the closer for Texas, I believe. Now, Vasquez is already our closer, so this guy might just set up Vasquez, or depending on whether it's left-handed or right-handed, I don't know, but it's not bad, right? Looking at sports people's tweets on Twitter, like local... Local like, sports peoples. They're horny to a level nine for this guy. So it's pretty <laughs> good, I guess. I don't think I'm horny to any level for Keona Kella. I don't think this makes or breaks the Pirates season. And it doesn't really turn me around on how the franchise is run. Like this isn't the Pirates going all in. But then again, I'm not hating on this at all. It's good for the Pirates. They get an actual player who can play and contribute right now on the major league level. And they really don't give up a lot for it at all. I mean, a pitcher in the number seven prospect, it always seems like the pirates are, uh... I mean, as pirates fans, we're so tortured that the pirates made a trade for a guy (laughs) who can play in the major leagues. And we're very excited. It is. It is. I think, I think we've been beaten down by trade deadline moves for, uh, for so many years that this one You know, not a lot of people uh, hating on it at all. I mean, you can't
2: hate on it. Like,
1: you know, it's just like they get a good major league uh, pitcher, a reliever for really giving up nothing. Uh, There are reports, too, that the uh, uh, Washington Nationals will make uh, all-star Bryce Harper available. This is last season before free agency with the Nationals, so somebody could rent him for the rest of the season. And there are reports that the San Francisco Giants could trade former Pirate. Uh, Andrew McCutcheon. The Yankees, Phillies, and Indians seem to have uh, interest on uh, Kutch. Uh, I don't care if Andrew McCutcheon gets traded, to be honest. I, I would be completely fine with it because he doesn't play for the Pirates anymore. He's a nice guy. We all still love Andrew McCutcheon, I, <laughs> I think, hope it goes, in Pittsburgh. But goes to win someplace, yeah, sure. Go, go someplace where he can win a World Series title because that would be awesome because I don't think we're going to be watching Pirates postseason baseball, but it would be
2: I, I wouldn't even watch Andrew McCutcheon in the postseason. If, nope. if he
1: gets traded to like the Phillies, nope. it's not like I'm going to watch for it. No, I just uh, don't really care if the Pirates aren't in it, which I don't know if they will be. Uh, after this move, though, you never know. <laughs> uh, but the Pirates do make a move. No, we're not going to dig into Pirates' Facebook comments and see if people are angry about it, because I don't think people care that much, and I definitely don't care that much to do Pirates' Facebook comments on uh this move you know being as big or small as it is pirates back at it tonight at pnc park taking on the cubs they are seven games back in the nl central from the cubs and three and a half games back in the uh wild card pirates back at it tonight trade deadline 4 p.m today do you believe alex trebek i mean i don't see why not Alex Trebek is uh, giving indications that he may retire from hosting Jeopardy! in 2020. He uh, said in an interview there's a 50-50 chance, and a little less maybe, that he's going to uh, stay on as host of Jeopardy! when his contract expires here in a few years. He's 78 years old. Oh yeah, he's done. You think? Yeah, Yeah, yeah. Dude, Trebek looks amazing for 78, doesn't he? I feel like we've had this conversation before about the sexiness uh, of Alex Trebek, the host of Jeopardy, right? I think it... Weren't we we looking for shirtless Alex Trebek pictures? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then I think we looked it up and he only films like one or two days a week. Well, yeah, it's like... To get them all in. That's how most game shows are. You know, no game show is just taping one episode a day and then that's it. Like, so it's not that big of a pain in the ass. Like Pat Sajak and Vanna White on Wheel of Fortune, like they'll do a whole day of taping and then have shows for like the whole week there. Those two are robots; they're not real people. Pat Sajak and Vanna White. Yeah, they don't age at all. They don't. Vanna White does seem like a robot to me. Like also, how about Vanna White, man? Vanna White somehow, like, I always say we have, like, one of the greatest jobs in the world because we get to work with each other. We've been best friends since Little League Baseball. We don't really take our jobs too serious. We get to laugh and have a good time, entertain people. People seem to like and enjoy the show and have embraced us. What a magical career this is for us. Mm -hmm. Tell me a job better than Vanna White. I'll give you everybody in the world. Give me a better job. She flips the letters. That's it. And they don't even turn. They don't even flip them anymore. Well, like, like when I remember, like when I was growing up, not like I watch Wheel of Fortune, but if it was on, like in the background, my parents are watching or something, the letters used to turn. You remember, they used to be like on little, like a real game board. Like you had to turn them around. Yeah. Like they would actually turn. So she would have to physically like turn the letter. So the letter was facing out and then stop it. Right. Now it's just all digital. She just goes up and presses it and bing bing the letters uh the letters appear. She's sixty one. Van White looks incredible for sixty one, but we don't know how how old she is in robot years. Yeah, probably twenty something. I can't believe Pat Sa- uh Alex Trebek is seventy eight years old. Sajak's seventy one? I would have never thought that either. If Alex Trebek and Pat Sajak had to get into a fight, who do you think's winning that fight? Mm. Sajak or Trebek? I feel like they're both scrappy for their ages. Like, Alex Trebek can kick most 78-year-olds' asses. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. And Pat Sajak, for his age, too, I feel like it, I Trebek's beating up Pat Sajak. <laughs> let's not even, let's not try to kid ourselves here. I can't, I cannot honestly tell you that Pat Sajak is beating up Alex Trebek. I just don't see that happening. They should definitely be fighting without clothes on. All
2: right.
1: Uh, so Alex Trebek is teasing that he might retire from Jeopardy in 2020 when he's uh, his deal's up. I mean, at some point when you're 78 years old, don't yeah. you just want to stop working, even if it is an easy, awesome job? I don't know. Find me somebody who has a better job in the world than Vanna White, though. She presses the letters, has a little fun banter with Pat, probably makes uh, millions of dollars a year with the Wheel of Fortune syndication. And, and they always go. they always go on trips. Yeah. Well that's the other thing too. They they, they send Vanna and Pat All out resorts, to lay like, uh, yeah. Oh my gosh, man. Vanna White has it made. I'm I'm gonna be sick that I don't have Vanna White's job. I'd be good at Wheel of Fortune, man. I could get the high letters. They could actually make the board bigger and have longer puzzles if I was Vanna White. I wouldn't even need a helper stick. I'd reach up there and hit things, man. I'd be awesome as a is a Wheel of Fortune letter Turner. If Vanna White ever gives that up, it should uh, it should be an awkwardly shaped man. Put my hat in the ring right now. Uh, tweet here from Megan. Obviously, Alex Trebek would throat chop Pat Sajak for the TKO if they ever fought. I agree. If Alex Trebek, the host of Jeopardy, and Pat Sajak, the host of Wheel of Fortune, ever fought, Trebek wins because he fights dirty. Shauna tweets: Vanna White reportedly makes about four million a year. Wow. I am challenging anybody to find me somebody who has a better job, a better life than than Vanna White. It's incredible. as She hits the digital letters, laughs at some of Pat Sajak's banter. Four million a year? I mean, she's making millions. You know what I'm saying? Our friend Ginny tweets us here. It's like you've never heard of Bobby Bonilla. Okay. All right. Uh, Bobby Bonilla, former pirate, had a contract with the New York Mets where he gets paid once a year a little over a million dollars.
2: Is he still getting paid for that?
1: Absolutely. I think it goes until 2020 something. So every year Bobby Bonilla gets a check for a million dollars and he doesn't even have to work or do anything. All right. Yep. It's a pretty good one. But is that a job though? I don't think that's a job. Like he did the job already. He already played baseball. That's like some somebody hitting the lottery though. That I is. don't consider that his job. So I'm I'm saying no, Bobby Bonilla's out of it. Can't use him as an example because he's not really doing a job for that million-dollar check. Vanna White. Oh, hold on. Uh, Justin tweets here, Vanna White is also the vice president of puzzle development for Wheel of Fortune. Many of the categories and answers are Vanna's ideas. Look at that. All right, listen, that's fine, too. So Vanna can add and subtract and... Come up with puzzles in her spare time while laughing at Sajak's banter and hitting the letters. Who, it's a, who in the hell's the puzzle president? Who beats Van White? I mean, Sajak's the puzzle president, even if he doesn't do anything. You know he's the puzzle president. Mikey and Bob, 96 1 Kiss. It's the uh, morning freak show. Uh, freak show question of the day today is going to be around 5 30 with our buddy Scotch Rose filling in for Tall who's on vacation. Uh, freak show question of the day today is a sad, uh, question of the day. We give you the question and answer at the end of our show. You wait till 5.30, win a prize, win some tickets maybe if you get it right. Freak show question of the day today. What sadly came to an end today on our show? The answer is the naked streak. Uh, we have been tracking, uh, how many shows in a row we could go with a weird story about somebody getting naked somewhere, maybe drunk, maybe on some drugs, doing something weird, getting arrested, In it making, uh, you know, the news or something like that. Uh, For 39 straight live shows, the naked streak today uh, came to an end. Now, people have been sending us naked stories all morning, but none of them really qualify for what we consider a naked story. Sometimes they might be, like, weeks old. Sometimes it might be something we already covered on the show. Uh, Sometimes it might be too disturbing and disgusting to actually uh, be content for our show because we like to just, you know, giggle and laugh about naked people. Uh, So for a variety of reasons, the naked streak has sadly come to an end uh, today at 39 shows. So the answer to the freak show question of the day, what came to an end today? Our naked streak. Tomorrow starts a new streak. It does. It does. (laughs) Hopefully and maybe uh, some people can get naked and do some things to make the news. We don't encourage it, though, but it happens. (laughs) And maybe uh, we can start a new naked streak tomorrow on the show. Um, also, win Taylor Swift tickets later this afternoon with Scotro around 3.30 and 4.30. If you win those tickets, you're qualified to get upgraded to the Snake Pit right in front there of the stage. Uh, Taylor Swift, one week from today, next Tuesday, at Heinz uh, Field for the Big 961 Kiss Reputation World Tour. Uh, if you missed anything from the show, you can, of course, stream and download the full episode today. It's our daily podcast. We do it every day. Get caught up on the uh, entire show on the free iHeartRadio app. Mikey and Bob Radio. I just saw the thing we gotta read after the show here. Yeah, yeah. For uh for our friends at Gecko, right? Mm-hmm. I mean we love Gecko. Uh our buddy Chef Tom over at Gecko, all the delicious treats they make at Gecko. Uh they've taken us to the Gecko test kitchen before where we've tested out items. The last time we went to the Gecko test kitchen, they uh they were so excited because this is coming back. And I believe it starts tomorrow, right? Uh, the general's back. The General. General general So's Chicken Sub, which is like chicken tenders dipped in General So's sauce, and it's got egg rolls on it. A sub with General So's chicken and egg rolls. Legendary. It is. Legendary. It's a big deal, and it's going to be back at uh, Gecko. <laughs> they also have something called the Macho Nacho Dog. All right. Gecko is just... <laughs> <laughs> They're amazing. So uh, get the get-go soon for the uh, the general, because that's going to be back. And whatever the macho nacho dog is, I want one of those right now. Hey, what they got at get-go? The general. Uh, is that it? Anything else we got to tell the kids before we get out of here? Uh, uh, no. Trade deadline, Major oh. League Baseball, 4 p.m. Yeah. today. Alert, alert, trade deadline today. So maybe if the Pirates make any more moves, we'll get some uh, uh. Pirates Facebook comments, maybe. Alright, Ryan Seacrest. Let's go! This is on air with Ryan Seacrest. Alright. Well, is everybody here? Tanya. Yeah. Yep. Engineer Tubbs. Yep.
0: We're gonna check in with Nile.